K-A-L-W. Uh, the new public health order that we're announcing will require San Franciscans to remain at home with exceptions only for essential outings. These measures will be disruptive to day-to-day -day life, but there is no need to panic. We've been sheltering in place for a month now here in the Bay Area, and we've been checking in regularly with some people to hear how they're dealing with these extraordinary times. This is Day by Day, KLW's Quarantine Diaries, Episode 4. Hi, my name is Sarah. I am a product designer living in the Oakland Hills. It is day 24 of the quarantine. I think I'm going through the depression phase. Like I've accepted that this is my existence, that it's indefinite. I got up today. I called my best friend, Sarah, and we actually had a conversation that was like, interesting because like a lot of the time we'll just talk and it's like we're saying the same things to each other and we're so meta that we'll be like oh we're talking about the same shit again and she just says yeah Ryan is really obsessed about bread and like he keeps baking sourdough bread we have that conversation every day I tell her that I love her she says I love you too like five times you know I'll just say that because I don't know what else to say but today we had an interesting conversation we talked about like little minute details of our lives. And that was interesting because there was new information. My dad is a conspiracy theorist. Like he's a doomer, he's a boomer doomer. He bought all this shit for an earthquake, you know? Like he has like these gallons of water and he has like all this dried food. And it's like, why do you have so many cans of tuna when you don't even like tuna. Today is day 25. I'm a shift manager at a grocery store in Sacramento. Uh, we've instituted limiting the number of people that come into the store at a time. So we've got a limit of 50 customers. Another thing that's changing is that we will start making all of our shopping aisles one way. Um, yesterday, I guess, there, I was told that there was a physical altercation. Um, you know, there was a gentleman who wanted to come into the store. He said he needed to go to the restroom. And, you know, the person guarding the door told him that he had to wait in line like everybody else. Um, and he, I guess he tried to push his way past and it, yeah, got physical. What's driving me crazy or becoming annoying is wearing this mask for eight hours at a time. They stink, they smell nasty. They're uncomfortable, they blow hot breath back on my face. I want a better mask solution. My name is Ariel DeAndrea, and today is day 25 of Shelter in Place. It's not so much that I am missing people, honestly, at this point. I think I am missing people, and I have some anxiety around not being around my parents right now, but I just really started feeling like I needed to go out into nature, like see the ocean, 
I spent like a good half a day trying to find a park or any public space that I that you're allowed to be in and it's like everything is closed. I don't even know what you're allowed to do anymore. It just started making me feel like really claustrophobic. Like I don't even understand what public space is anymore. I grew up in Santa Cruz, California. Sometimes I just need to be able to see infinity and beyond. <laughs> I'm Lindsay and I'm a speech language pathologist, but I'm currently on extended maternity leave. I've been thinking that this whole quarantine thing is pretty much the same as my first two months of maternity leave. You know, you're stuck at home, stay in the same clothes you wore like three days in a row, your hygiene is lacking, except I get more sleep now. That's probably the only difference. Today is April 12th. I forgot what quarantine day it is now. I finally got my debit card with my funds on it. Um, I did see that we're supposed to be getting 600 more the next one. So, yay. I did get a little bit of information from a co-worker about the future of our company um it is looking like they are going to be making cuts they are cutting our vacation time from 11 days a year to eight days a year we used to get paid a half hour lunch we're not getting that anymore the raises that people had just gotten they're not getting anymore um, so it dawned on me that I might be let go because in my head I'm thinking if they didn't choose me to work from home, I'm pretty much replaceable, but I don't want to stress off of that too much. Luckily, I am a nurse, so I can find work in other places. Things will work out. I'm going to be working on my resume and trying to apply for jobs wherever I can. Um, the bright side is I get to spend time with my kid. This was my first full-time job since having my son, and I felt like I haven't been there. So now it feels good to be here, make meals, help him with homework, just being here with him. <laughs> Excuse my nose, I have allergies, probably a cold. My name is Andrew Sampek. I'm a rideshare driver in San Francisco. It's currently day 27. It's also my birthday today, which uh, is weird um, with all these people dying. You know, they don't get to celebrate their next birthday. Um, not that I'm having a huge party or anything because. I spent today driving and delivering food to people. So yesterday was Easter, Easter Sunday. Uh, and so much different than last year. You know, last year when I was driving around, um, just about any restaurant you can think of in the city, even Mel's Diner, they were all completely packed. Lines out the door with people waiting. Um, this year there are no lines. The only people waiting were delivery drivers waiting to pick up orders for people. Um, 
I had one ride yesterday, and as an elderly lady that was going to see her family, um, regardless of the shelter-in-place order, uh, she had cancer, and I asked her, isn't she worried about um, the coronavirus? Well, no, I've got cancer, so either way, I'm dying. And she said that doctors gave her 36 months to live, and that was about three months ago. So she said, you know, any time now is my time. I asked her, I said, well, you know, if you had a choice, would you rather grow out with the coronavirus, or would you rather let cancer take you? And she said, quite frankly, at this point, I, I can see positives in the coronavirus because yeah you might have trouble breathing for a few days but they'll put you in a coma and then that's it you go to sleep and you just never wake up and I wouldn't mind that with the pain that I have to deal with on a daily basis it's just not worth the time and trouble so yesterday on Easter was going to be her last Easter Sunday with her family. I think everybody kind of lives their life thinking it won't happen to me. Um, and then it does. I just hope when my time comes, I'm as, as positive about it as she was. She looked like she had no regrets. It's day 27 of Shelter in Place. I'm Hannah, a high school senior from San Jose, California, who is currently attending online school and is now on break. This morning, I went on a hike with my family outside. It was super relaxing, and as I was walking, there weren't that many people, um, maybe a few individuals I saw on bikes, and a lot of people were wearing masks. It was kind of interesting because we would be walking on like the same path and like if we were going one direction and they were going like the opposite direction people would like stop and they would wait for you to like pass by or just like stand to the side to ensure that there was a six feet distance and I honestly thought it was kind of cool that we all had this code to just see society working together to ensure that no more people get sick so we continued hiking up the mountain and it was just gorgeous, just like looking um, afar. And you know, when you're in a crisis, it feels like everything around you is just like really messy and crazy. But when you're looking up there, everything just looks peaceful. Um, and just like in that moment, while I was just looking up, um, looking into the distance and looking at this valley, it just was a really calming experience as if everything was going to be okay. My name is Carmen Aguirre, and today is day 27 of the shelter-in-place order. I work at the San Francisco Public Defender's Office. The rights in the Constitution include 
things like the right to confront witnesses, the right to a speedy trial, and we're not able to follow those right now. There's just something so eerie to me about the fact that what's happening right now is undermining the document, the founding document of our republic. And I was in court a couple of days ago, and I was processing people that were being arraigned or had their first appearance in court. And even reading these police reports of like vandalism in the middle of the day, I had this picture in my mind of downtown as just being almost like Blade Runner or something. I've actually dreamt about it because I don't, I, I, we're not out and about. I don't see the street. So I have this like in my imagination what the street looks like now. And um, personally, while this is scary and overwhelming, I also keep wondering if we're going to find a morality. You know, I, I'm trying to find hope. So this is day 28. This last week for me has been pretty stressful. I haven't been sleeping well. Just sort of worrying about the patients under my care and how alone they are more than anything else. The facilities are closed to all visitors with the exception of staff and essential visits. Um, and that would fall only under end of life, but my patient population is pretty frail, and sometimes they take a turn for the worse rather quickly. And unfortunately, family members aren't able to come by and see their loved ones before they pass. So more than anything else, I think the loneliness of my patients and the lack of family contact that they have takes a detriment on them and I really feel for them I read a news story the other day of um, San Francisco police busting a underground club and that made me upset that these people are so selfish to hold this gathering when I have patients literally dying with nobody at their bedside alone during their last moments because people couldn't bother to stay home. So it's tough. It's tough. I really hope people hear this and take this message to heart so that we can end this crisis sooner rather than later. Day 29. I'm Sarah. A designer. I broke quarantine yesterday. I went to my friend's house and we had pina coladas. I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I've been in here for with no contact with anybody for a month, and so is she, so I thought safe. She doesn't seem too squirmish about it. Um, and then I have like all of these COVID blood tests that my dad got on the black market. Really, he just has a connection to Poland and they have some. So it's like an antibody blood test. So it tells you if you have antibodies to it. 
I'm like negative. I have never had it and I've never been exposed. My name is Reverend Monique Ortiz with Santa Maria y Santa Marta Lutheran Church and the San Francisco Night Ministry. We're in the heart of the mission. Today is the 29th day of shelter in place. Well, I think we're all going through it. Um, right now, I do have some folks that have COVID-19, but they're okay. And yet, um, as pastors, we, we wouldn't be able to be near the family like we usually would. Some of my members are um, undocumented. They can't claim unemployment. And I mean, every single day that they go to work makes a difference whether they're going to have food on the table or not, whether they're going to have a roof over their head or not. I really fear for for life. Um, I know one in particular uh, member of mine, of my church, um, you know, has had thoughts of of taking her life. I feel what's what's happening, and I am concerned, and I think that's why I'm unable to um, sleep that well. I, I forget to eat, even though I'm home and I'm a few feet away from from the fridge. Maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> I'm just not hungry because I'm feeling the stress. I don't feel doom um, because of my faith. I, I mean, I know we're going to get through this. I'm not only hopeful, I, I know that there's a power certainly much stronger than COVID-19 who will get us through this. Those were the voices of Joshua Sirotiak, Monique Ortiz, Ariel D'Andrea, Hannah Nee, Andrew Sampek, Carmen Aguirre, Stephanie Saravia, Lindsay Sherbarth, and Lorenzia Wuriastami. Day by Day is produced by Gabe Graben and edited by David Boyer and Angela Johnston. Special thanks to Sona Avakian, Christopher Agusa, Julia Linus Goodman, Holly J. McDeed, Lee Romney, and Sarah Lye Sterling for contributing. Thanks for listening. For KLW Public Media, I'm Hannah Baba.